What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Loot Bros Podcast, episode 44. I'm your host, Resident Daryl, and alongside me this week, I have my cousin, I Drop Roaches. What's up, brother? Howdy, howdy. Man, I've been coming, uh, trying to come up with uh, something, a way to introduce you because um, <laughs> I don't, I don't think every week I want to say, "Hey, this is my cousin," you know. Um, <clears throat> and then whenever I say, "Alongside me, I drop roaches," makes it sounds like I'm the one actually dropping roaches. <laughs> so then I was thinking, um, <laughs> then I was thinking maybe I'll just call you Roach, you know? Like what's the, like after a couple weeks. It's like uh, uh, Resident Daryl and Roach. I mean, that's what my friends call me. So oh, snap. That's cool See, with me. So there you go. Well, uh, so I was thinking about it, and it reminded me of this segment of uh, Saturday Night Live where they were making fun of uh, the show Punked with Ashton Kutcher. And it was uh-huh. uh, Justin Timberlake, and he was pretending to be Ashton Kutcher. And he was like, uh, <laughs> I'm awesome. I just punked Fred Durst. Call me Cooch. <laughs> so for some reason, when I thought about calling you Roach, then all of a sudden it was Justin Timberlake dressed as uh, as Ashley Kutcher saying, "Call me Cooch." <laughs> That's funny. So what I might end up doing is just introducing you as Cooch. Mm-hmm. Just because sounds good to me. <laughs> just because that's where my mind went with things. <laughs> All right, well, since we're already off to a bad start, let me go ahead and get the housekeeping out of the way. Uh, if you're listening to the this here Loot Bros podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, all of your favorite podcast apps, um, we definitely need you guys to take a minute and uh, review, subscribe, share the show, all that jazz. I know we've been in a big transition period um, for the second time um Lots of uh, lots of downtime, lots of missed episodes. Uh, life is changing. Everyone's kind of got their own things going on. Work schedules have changed, and it's been extremely difficult to get anyone and or everyone together to do the show. So what we're doing is the best we can, trying to get um, Cooch in here. <laughs> Call me Cooch. I'm awesome. Uh, trying to get, get Roach in here and, and uh, at least keep the show going. Uh, until we can kind of find a time that works for everybody and or get everyone um, back on board and on schedule. And as I'm talking, my computer decided to bark at me. F in the um, chat, boys. <laughs> it's like, uh, as I'm doing housekeeping, it's like, let's be unprofessional. Let's bark uh, at the uh, host. So anyways, if you could just take a minute, like, share, subscribe, uh, do what you got to do. Send us some feedback, loot, the Loot Bros Podcast at gmail.com. Um, or go to the Facebook group, uh, go to your Facebook search bar, type in the Loot Bros Podcast, join the group, get in the conversation, uh, holler at us. And Roach and I will be also uh, doing some work uh, for Proving Gamer again. A little backstory years ago, um, me and the guys used to do a podcast for uh, ProvingGamer.com. Um, shout out to my boy Tricky. And then we thought we were super cool and super awesome. We would rebrand and break off and do a whole spinoff of our own shows. And ultimately, that has not taken off the way we thought it would. Everyone, life changed. People got busy, as I've said, past few weeks. So, um, Roach and I will be going and doing some work for ProvenGamer.com. Be on the lookout for that. We will be doing um, PG Spoilers. So one of the topics and one of the segments we've done here on the Loot Bros podcast is um, game clubs. 
And uh, that's something that we really want to do, but all of the hosts couldn't participate. So it's one of those um, ideas that we've shelved. So Roach and I will be taking that to um, Proven Gamer. We'll be doing some PG spoiler episodes, so be on the lookout for those. Uh, go to, you know what I'm saying, type in Proven Gamer on your iTunes or your Google Play and all that stuff and subscribe to all those shows. Um, Nintendo Dual Screens, Trophy Horrors, uh, and... Um, <clears throat> Game stuff and soon to be PG spoilers will be back and alive again, and we'll be we're gonna do some fun stuff with that. So be on the lookout. That it'll be super exciting. It's gonna be good. It's gonna be, it's gonna be good. Actually, it's probably gonna be terrible, but the good kind of terrible. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's like uh, it's like the kind of terrible. It's like a train wreck where you're just like, oh, I can't look away, and I got these weirdos in my ears, and they're saying a bunch of crazy crap, and I'd love it, and I can't turn it off. It's gonna be like that. <laughs> I haven't played this game yet, but this is awesome. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I don't even play the games they talk about. I just want to hear the weird stuff they say when they're when they're talking. <laughs> uh, with that being said, we're going to move into the toast for this week. Now, there's a lot to toast to. Actually, the entire show could consist of just the toast segment this, this week. There's so much oh, going on. Yeah. It there's has been... Lot. It has been a fantastic time to be a gamer, um, and since the last time we recorded, so much has happened, so much has been said, so much has been done, um, but I picked out a few things that we can crack one off to before we get the show started. Uh, one of those things being, unfortunately, Daredevil has been canceled after season three. Um, Got to pull one out for our Matt Murdock and our homies. That freaking show is so freaking good. Another F uh, in the chat, boys. Uh, yeah, another, yeah. We got to pay respects for that one. Um, it's sad to see that happen. They got rid of Iron Fist, Luke Cage, and now um, Daredevil. And I'm sure Punisher will be next after the second season of Punisher. No, um, it's going to happen, man. I really think their um, rumor is Disney's getting ready to launch a streaming service yeah, that is uh, just like Netflix and the greatest streaming service, DC Universe. Um, for seven ninety nine a month, yeah. And uh, <clears throat> so, anyways, I think they're going to launch that. I think they're going to pull all their content, but we'll see. Uh, Netflix has the right to do whatever they want, and unfortunately, um, just because you can doesn't mean you should. Mm-hmm. Um, the next thing I want to toast to is the bulk of what we're going to talk about tonight, and that is the freaking Game Awards. <laughs> that that was awesome. A solid show from top to bottom, Zach. I don't know what I, you think. I thought, man, I think the same thing. It was amazing. So, before we get too deep into that, let's go ahead and pop one off for the Game Awards and Matt Murdock and our homies. Oh, yes. You know what? I'm going to give a little extra for Tricky there. Mm, mm, mm. I didn't have a soda side of hey, squeeze my bottle of water. <laughs> in the deep throat your bottle. <laughs> yeah. It kinda sounds like a you know, soda can from a yeah weird perspective. Kinda sound like a summer sausage there, buddy. <laughs> so while you are um recovering from the uh deep throat of your water bottle, what I'm gonna do is go into what I've been playing and a little bit of the uh backlog beatdown. Uh, 
Now I showed you, and I haven't. I don't think I've put it in the Facebook group, but I'm, I might need to do that soon. I'm a part of a group. I want to give another shout out and a little slurp, a little what do they call it on Fortnite, a little chug jug. <laughs> chug. Um, to the GG app and the GG community. I believe it stands for Great Games, um, or it stands for Get Good. You know, whatever. Yeah. But uh, naturally, yeah. But, um, shout out to, uh, I think it's Charlie Watson's the man's name or Charles Watson. Uh, he put together a great backlog app that I have shared with the, with our, our community several times. Um, I put my games in there. I log my progress on them and whatnot. And so getting into 2019 in the faith, in the community that we're a part of, you know, everyone's taking and picking several games that they want to beat down out of the backlog. Now this so far this year I think I'm at 64 or 65 games beaten um from my backlog. I have taken it extremely serious this year. Um and I know on the show we've thrown out there several games from time to time that you know we've kind of readdressed the backlog. And even though some of my lazy co-hosts don't like to address the backlog situation uh, I've been very serious about it, man, and I tell you what, I've uh, I've knocked a bunch out, and I've got a bunch more lined up to go, and I've really put a halt on buying games. Sixty-four, yeah, <clears throat> it's crazy. That's a lot. Yeah, so when I'm so off of that list, um, Far Cry Four is what I'm currently playing. Um, that was one of my you know, backlog games that I really, really, really wanted to um, to be serious about, and. Uh, I've already Platinum Primal, I've Platinum Far Cry 4, and I'm working on uh, Far Cry, excuse me, pla- I've Platinum Far Cry 3. I'm working on the Platinum for Far Cry 4. Uh, I think I'm 20 or so percent through the trophies, maybe 30 percent through the trophies. I'm not 100 percent sure. Actually, while I'm talking, I will look that up. But man, Far Cry 4 is so fun. Uh, I was telling the guys at work the other day, I'm 21% done with the trophies. Uh, I was telling the guys at work the other day, I went to a camp. And what I do, and when I play Far Cry, is I will throw some meat, some bait, into the camp. And then it will send whatever wild animal is in the area at like that camp. Right, like a bear. And in this instance, it was a bear. So I threw the meat, as one does, into the camp, and the bear took off and you know and ran in there. And so as the bears in there, all the the little guys were like, "Kill that mother effer!" And they're like, you know, firing all their AKs everywhere. <laughs> so then, <clears throat> I think I told you guys I shot a flaming arrow in there. I actually think I threw a Molotov. I'm, I, I think it was a really it was a Molotov. So I threw them. I threw a Molotov in there, and I set fire to the area. So. When the bear was done killing everybody, the bear caught on fire and then took off running. And then it continued to scorch the area around the the, the fortress or the the, um, the base. And I went in there and killed the last one or two dudes or whatever. But, man, it was freaking hilarious. Like, it was so awesome. <laughs> like, setting a bear on fire while he's killing your enemies and then watching the bear take off running and set the grass and the woods beside you on fire. That's pretty um, awesome. And then I was, tell, I was telling you guys another story where shortly after that, I was uh, I was being chased down by a truckload of guys. <clears throat> Excuse me. And uh, I saw a couple of rhinos kind of grazing in the pasture. So I pulled out my Uplay edition silenced um, burst fire handgun. 
and I shot said rhino in the butt. <laughs> when I shot the rhino, he turned around, pissed off, and took off and T-boned the truck that was chasing me. <laughs> That's and amazing. of course, he ended up killing all of them. Well, then when he wasn't done, so then he chased me. He actually killed me too. So, <laughs> so there's that. Um, so Far Cry Four. That's kind of at the. Uh, that's the main focus on the backlog beatdown right now. Um, since the last time we talked, I have beaten Arkham City. Um, that that's game. A good game. Gosh, that game is so good. Um, I played it years ago on 360 right after playing Arkham Asylum. And it, Arkham Asylum was um, very close spaces. Um, kind of a Metroidvania in a sense that you couldn't get certain areas without having certain power-ups. And all the Arkham games have that kind of thing, that theme going. But, uh, you know, I really enjoyed Arkham uh, Asylum. So then I turned, I went into Arkham City shortly after. Uh, and it was just not what I wanted. It was open world. Uh, it plays way better than Arkham Asylum. But it's one of those games that I played for a little bit and wasn't feeling it, so I put it down. And then here we are years later. And I um, put I, you know I went back through Arkham Asylum again on PS4. And then put in Arkham City immediately after. Uh, my kids and I all kind of hung out and played it and uh, beat that game. <clears throat> Excuse me. And I will probably... Uh, pick up some more trophies on it before I you know retire it um but I beat that one and then I have installed uh Arkham Knight and I think I'm gonna pick up Arkham Origins and finish it as well um but man Arkham City plays so much better than uh than Arkham Asylum it's definitely one of those things where if you pick up the Return to Arkham collection um on PS4 or uh, Xbox One, I highly recommend it. Um, the next on the list, I've been chipping away at my Injustice 2 Platinum. I have 89% of the trophies. I am missing the worst trophies in the game. Um, one of them is called Catfight. It, uh, Catfight uh, excuse me, Catwoman must defeat Cheetah with the final hit coming from the Cat Call, which is a special ability that you get from loot boxes and or just randomly through the multiverse. It is the rarest trophy in the game. Um, actually, it's probably not as rare as the Platinum because you obviously got it, yeah. But it's the rarest trophy besides the Platinum in the game because it is completely random and multiple patches through the game have made it harder and harder to farm this ability. So I've been playing this game off and on for like two years now. <clears throat> Excuse me. And it uh, it's a fantastic game. Best fighting game I've ever played. My favorite fighting game of all time. Um, but I am so close. I'm grinding away the Catfight uh, cat trophy and then leveling everyone up to uh, 20. And that will put me... Uh, you know, I'll have that platinum. And that will be one of my proudest platinums. You know, getting um, everyone up to level 20 and then that final trophy. Man, I will be so excited once I get the Injustice 2 platinum. And then I will, my latest platinum, speaking of, is Disney Pixar Toy Story Mania. That is platinum number 118, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. I have got 8,199 trophies with 118 platinums. 
Um, I subscribed on Black Friday to PS Now. Again, I haven't subscribed to it in quite a while. But it was on sale, and there's uh, about a dozen games I've got marked on there that I wanted to play through. So um, multiple of those games I own on PS3 but don't want to play on PS3. I actually want to use a PS4 controller and play on my 4K TV in my recliner. Yeah. So I, you know, I was like, you know what? There's a handful of games I don't own, but there's a handful that I want to go back through anyways. So I'll do it on PS4. So um, Disney Toy Story uh, Mania is a, you know, I looked it up or whatever, and it was like, oh yeah, four hour platinum, whatever, and that's something that me and the kids could play together. So I sat in my recliner with my three year old beside me, and I would we would he had one controller, I had the other, and we sat there at the little shooting galleries and just you know for about three, four hours uh, through the course of uh, last weekend, platinumed um, Toy Story Mania. So that was a fun experience. It's a, not a very good game, but, you know, fun <laughs> little fun little platinum, something to, I could do with my kids, you know. <clears throat> it's always fun. And then last, but certainly not least, a game that I am really, really just over the moon with. Uh, I'm playing a game called Metropolis Lux obscura and it is obscura for sure it is if you can imagine a graphic novel slash motion comic book style um max Payne-esque game but all but like the gameplay is a match three like brick break game yeah so it's all of the dialogue and the cutscenes and everything is done through motion comic and it's got that you know really dark gritty you know Max Payne kind of feel to it. Um, but it. then when you get into a, a an altercation with someone, when the decisions you make and you get into like a fight, it turns into a match three brick breaker. And every time you make combinations of stuff, you cut, punch. You know, and you fight the per- the other person, and it is, it is dark, it is gritty, it is a little raunchy, but it is awesome. Like it is really good. Um, it's one of these games I've had on my wish list for a while because uh, I actually heard some guys talking about it in a podcast, um, and it was like, man, it was like a, a, a relatively short, you know, five hour platinum, but they described it the same way I did just I mean not in the same words but you know basically it was like hey this is a dark you know um gritty game with like some it's just different it's really fun to play in the Vita so uh I checked it out I watched some videos I'm like yeah I'll try that and uh, I put it on earlier just to play on my Vita while I was watching my kids play the new Fortnite update and man I put my headphones on I was like this is great (laughs) I really enjoy (laughs) it so this will be most likely my next platinum Oh, that's awesome but that's here. yeah, that's me right now. Um, so Roach, you go ahead and take it away. Man, I've been uh, you know I've been playing Red Dead Redemption Two, of course. You know I've been checking online. Uh, I'm a little bit disappointed with it. I'm gonna be honest with you. It's kind of grindy, not what I expected. But apparently they're they're fixing the economy and stuff, and I'll jump back into it then. But no. Now, hang on. Before you go any further, now is it? Um, is, you played a lot of Grand Theft Auto online, right? Oh yeah, I have like forty nine days. Ooh, good lord! In GTA Online. So, um, I never played GTA Online because it was broken when I 
I bought the GTA uh, 5 PS3 and played it you know, at launch or whatever. And the, and the first month, the game that did it, it didn't work. I, yeah. I don't. I don't I don't think it released with it. I think it came a month after the fact. Yeah, it was like a yeah, it was like a month after. And then when it did come out, it was broken. I couldn't even create my character or do any of that stuff. So I moved on and never never looked back. And I've seen so many videos online. It looks phenomenal. It really does. But um, is this has this been a better launch than GTA? It is definitely a lot more stable because they they did something with the. Um, the servers, I forgot what company they teamed with, but they work with them, and now, like, a Wi-Fi company actually makes the servers, so they're a lot more stable than GTA was. And I like Red Dead 2 online more than Grand Theft Auto, because it's just, you know, that Western feel, and we haven't had a Western game in a really long time, from what I know. And it's got a good feel. It looks great, but it's just like they had like a what was it? It was like a um a can of beans was more expensive than a gold a gold ring. Oh jeez! Like, yeah, it was, it was pretty bad, and everything was just overpriced. And I read something like they're they've released an update or they're going to fixing it, so make stuff cheaper and more realistic. So that's cool, but other than Red Dead, I have played and beat God of War. I'm pretty sure we'll get back on that later. But well, so as, before, again, I'm not trying to cut you off. Uh, what you know, overall, like just real quick before we, you know, not to spoil anything on God of War, but what'd you think? I, I was about, I was about to say that it's a really, really good game. Definitely one of my favorites. It it changed me, Daryl. It changed me. <laughs> now the the listeners don't know you that well, and they will eventually. <clears throat> but you and I, you, me, and my brother have always had this uh, very playful console war rivalry. Yeah. And I distinctly remember a conversation. Uh, yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Oh, gosh. <laughs> we were at the clubhouse in my old neighborhood. It was me, you, and Cray. And all of the first you know, party you know, games for PlayStation got delayed uh, out of that first year. And so we were standing around. You guys had your Xbox Ones. I had my PS4. And y'all were laughing at me. Y'all were making fun of me. You're like, oh, you know, we got Titanfall. We got Gears. We got uh, our Gears Ultimate. We got Halo. <clears throat> what do you got? <laughs> and I was like, uh, well, Killzone's pretty good, and I like Knack. <laughs> <laughs> and y'all laughed and made fun of me because y'all like, y'all have no exclusives. And, and then tables uh, have turned. And then I think it was Cray said PlayStation, more like Delay Station. Am I right? Oh. <laughs> and then two years later, they completely canceled Scalebound. <laughs> <laughs> they yeah canceled everything. It was like. I think it was, what, four or five games that they canceled, but most the biggest one was Scalebound? Yeah. That, so. I will say, though, God of War, it tested my faith with uh, Xbox. <laughs> it was that good. It was that good. I enjoyed it that much. It's a great game, dude. Well, uh, that's uh, going to be our first uh, PG spoiler cast. 
Um, and what's awesome is it will be the game of the year. You know what I'm saying? God of War, one game of the yeah. year. Spoilers for later in the show. Um, but that's a great... Man, that's just... It's such a good year for games. And that oh, yeah. was just such a fantastic game. Fantastic story. Uh, but now that you've really cut your teeth with God of War, I'm ready to see you sink into uh, Horizon Zero Dawn because you being such... You being such a Fallout fan, like that just to me has always been like this is right up your alley. So yeah, like I said, I, from what I've played of Horizon, it, it, I'm really enjoying it. But it's been a while since I've jumped back into it because yeah, I, I know stuck on this one part. I yeah. know Overwatch yeah, had you by the by the gonads for a while, so it's understandable. Yeah. I'm not I'm not faulting you for playing last year's. Game of the Year over Horizon. Or year before's, excuse me, two years ago's Game of the Year. So Yeah. Speaking of Overwatch, I was actually playing that earlier this week as well. Pretty fun, but didn't really do much there. And uh, try to cut it short, because I've actually played a few games this week. I played Spyro, um, definitely Fortnite. Checked out the new... The new update, the new season's amazing. They got like a a buff Santa, and <laughs> he's awesome. Yeah, a Gears of Santa Claus. Yeah, dude, he's base. He's literally like a Gears of War character. Epic Games took a page from their the old days. Do you him. remember um, Unreal Tournament Championship? Yeah, vaguely because I didn't. So, so basically, or was, or was it Unreal Three? Unreal Championship. It was the one on Xbox 360 and PS3. Yeah. Basically, Dom was the main character, but he wasn't Dom. It was yeah. It, he had a different name and he wore like a red suit, but it was like didn't literally Dom. Marcus? Do what? Then didn't, didn't the voice actor of Marcus play him too? I, I don't remember that part, but I do know it was like it was basically Dom's character, just with a different colored <laughs> armor. Yeah, yeah. That was that was awesome. That's funny so, too. So how's Spyro going for you? Oh man, it's the nostalgia brings back a lot. I uh, can't talk. It brings back a a lot of memories. It's really fun. It looks pretty. It plays well. It plays a lot better than the original Spyro. And uh, yeah, I mean, I'd recommend it. And easy trophies or achievements, either one. You're playing on Xbox? Yeah. Yeah, I hear that that first game is about a five-hour, 100%, you know, whether you're going for the platinum or you're going for just all the uh, gamer score. Yeah, about five, five hours or so, you can have the whole thing. Yeah, I agree. It's pretty straightforward. I mean, complete a level, 100% it. And, you know, I think after every major world, like the realm, I guess, you get an achievement and you just do silly things. And then you'll get achievements left and right. It's it's pretty straightforward and fun. Very cool. Very cool. But also, I went back a little bit. I played some Dig Dug and Galaga. Oh, snap. Yeah, Dig Dug is, is a really fun game. At least I find it fun. And it has really easy like achievements and trophies. Like, they're... There's not many of them, but they give you a lot of points. Like I Dude, think I yes. got a hundred over a hundred in like 
10 minutes. <laughs> it was awesome. Um, so my kids and I have been playing uh, Hello Neighbor, you know, the past couple weeks. I didn't put it on my list because this week it's, I've been basically watching and <clears throat> using a guide to help guide my son through some of the trickier stuff in Act 3. Mm-hmm. But I've got the achievement tracker um, brought up on the on the screen. For those of you guys who are not familiar with it, because I know we have a lot of PlayStation listeners to the show, um, Xbox really curates and really takes care of their achievement hunters. Um, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm trying to get sick over here. Uh, but they uh, they do a really good job. They've added a lot of features on the Xbox One for you know achievement hunters, and one of them is the achievement tracker. And so basically, it brings up five or six of the you know uh, achievements on the list, and it gives you like a little status bar under each one to see you know how many times you've completed certain actions to unlock yeah. that said achievement. Well, really one cool of feature. so I, I like to keep that brought up most of the time uh, on on screen if it doesn't get in the way. Because uh, even though you can adjust the like opaqueness of it and everything, and, like the transparency, I just mm-hmm. sometimes it's still kind of distracting or whatever. Yeah, but I had it brought up on Hello Neighbor, and there is a two hundred point achievement in that game. Really? Yes. So now I, I'm definitely going to hundred percent that game with the kids. Um, so that'll be one you'll definitely hear me talk more about later on on the show. Like not this week, but in weeks to come. Um, but yeah, now it's a 200 point achievement. I was like, man, I want that one. <laughs> Makes me want to buy it just for that. Dude, it's a pretty it's, wild game. It's a game that, you know, obviously streamers made yeah. popular, but yeah, it's pretty wild. And, uh, to pretty much finish up, you know, I played some Castle Crashers. I never heard talk about that in a while. And then I played and beat Bioshock, the first one. Ooh, yeah. Amazing game. Oh, it's such a good game. And now I am in the second one, which I've also been playing. I was playing right before the show, actually. And uh, I'm really enjoying it. Great great games so far. Now, I, I told you the other day at work, I started the second one, but it seemed kind of slow at first. Like, phys- yeah. like actually, you move slow because you're a big daddy. Yeah. Does that change, or you always kind of move through that game in a slow, in a slow pace? Yeah, you get you get uh, these things called um, oh, what are they called? They're not plasmas because that's the little abilities that you get. It's like power core things, and they make you do more damage, or they make you damage resistant, make you walk faster, that kind of stuff. So yeah, you essentially unlock it during you know just playing. Gotcha. That's one I'll eventually. Uh, I want to get the Bioshock collection oh, on PS4. It's worth it. It's so worth it. I That's picked a, it up for fifteen bucks. I actually bought it as a gift for uh, for my for my brother last year, I think, for Christmas. Um. So speaking of, he actually messaged me the other night, and I wanted to say that on the show. Um. He's currently playing through Mafia Three. And. That's a game I really I've got on my backlog. That's one that I really want to play. I own it physically. I bought it brand new. I've said this on the show before. I bought it brand new. I'm super excited about it, but I just let other things get in the way. And um, we have it as a PS Plus game. What, two months ago, I think it was. We got um, I think it was Dead by Daylight and Mafia Three. Um, so oh, yeah, yeah. So anyways, that's one I want to play through. But my brother he texted me that's- the other night. 
to say that it's a really it's a really good game. He said it doesn't reinvent the wheel and do anything crazy, but it's a fun story and it's a fun open world mafia game. Yeah, I I've always thought the mafia games were interesting, <laughs> but years ago I watched like a clip of it and there was just like this one dude getting mauled in the streets by chopping knives. I was just like, is that really what mafia is? So I didn't, I didn't play it, but I always hear they're good games. So I want to go back and try them. Well, mafia two is on PS now. Uh, and I, that's one of the games that I wanted to play on there. I think I own it physically on PS three. I have to look at myself, honestly, but that's one of those games that I looked at. I was like, you know, I remember playing Mafia 2 on 360, but I don't think I finished it. And I remember really enjoying it. So that was one that I that I, I was like, you know what? That would be a, a play through 2 and 3 on the PS on the on the PS4. Wouldn't be too bad. Oh yeah. So. All right. Well, now that we're done with that hot garbage, let's uh move on to the Loot Bros leaderboards. Um, Roach, I'm going to let you handle the uh, Xbox leaderboard. I'll read out the, the PlayStation. Um, if you guys are interested, and we would love you to be a part of it, whether you're a listener and you're a part of a Facebook group or you're just a listener and you're not a part of our groups, um, go to truetrophies.com and or trueachievements.com. Uh, it takes two seconds to log in, um, create your little profile, but join the Loot Bros podcast leaderboard uh, they allow you to make custom leaderboards on their websites and people from the communities can all join in whether you're a trophy hunter or achievement hunter or you're just a casual or you're just you know in one of those situations where you know what i don't really want to do all the grinding and hunting uh join yep. in and uh the top three get a shout out every week we do the podcast yep. and uh, what's really cool is when you have somebody who doesn't necessarily hunt trophies and achievements but they get a game they really enjoy, and they just, you know, you once you get to the end of a game, things kind of start popping. You get in a groove, or, you know, you find a game you really enjoy, and it's like, you know what, I'm going to go ahead and 100% this. You never know. You might be, you might have the most that week, and you get a shout-out on the show. Never hurts so, to just sign up for, you know, a free website. There you go. So I'm going to go ahead and start with the uh, the truetrophies.com. The uh, top three are... Oh my, this guy right here, Resident Daryl with 62 trophies. Who would have known? I know, right? <laughs> um, I will be, uh, I'll be a hundred percent honest. It's actually more than that. Um, cause but I it got, didn't count. it hasn't updated and I sent a request to update the website. Uh, cause once you create your little profile, you can, you can have to send a request to have it updated. And I, cause I got eight trophies, uh, before the show so that should be an even 70 but who's counting you know what i'm saying we'll count it at least <laughs> i will um in second place it is mr tmnt84 with 33 trophies and it's look it says his last trophy here um was well you might as well it's called well you might as well inspire to rip to his rage um, and my last trophy that it's recording on here is uh, Right Tributes in uh, Far Cry 4. Far Cry 4 is so freaking good, by the way. Um, and then third place is Tricky Mick, uh, beating World 1 in Tetris Escape uh, for the Asian stack. He's got 18 trophies. 
Now, Tricky, uh, I want to. I want you to lean in real quick. I know you're listening. I want you to turn your head, turn your headphones up. Tell your dog to chill for a minute. Tell uh, the goddess to just hey, turn it down for a second. Take your dark siders uh, statues with your four hundred dollars special edition and just put the blanket over them for just a, just a minute. Because Tricky, I'm talking to you. <laughs> I got a hundred eighteen platinums, and that is two more platinums than you. And you're stacking Asian, Hong Kong, uh, uh, European um, trophies on all these El Cheapo games trying to catch up with me. And just go ahead and give it up, brother, because I'm going to win. I'm going to win the race to 200. As a matter of fact, I'm going to go ahead and, and, and draw my line in the sand and say, from here to 200 is mine, baby. I beat you to 100. I'm going to beat you to 200. Let's get it. <laughs> All right. Now that we're done with that foolishness, what you got for the uh, true achievements leaderboard? Well, Daryl, I'll have you know that the number one spot belongs to yours truly. I have earned 785 gamer score mm. this week. And my last achievement recorded was adopted a little sister in Bioshock 2. There you go. Number it's two. It's nice you to do that. <laughs> You know, I mean, I couldn't help myself. <laughs> but the number two spot belongs to Resident Daryl with a hundred gamer score. Wow! My last achievement recorded is mm, bacon and hello neighbor. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was a good one. <laughs> <laughs> that reminds me of the uh, like in Gears Three, where Clayton Carmine. <laughs> it was like, oh bacon yeah and then he died <laughs> yeah. spoilers all the car mines die and then, hey um hang on real quick that that bacon trophy uh what's funny is actually that one uh was we were passing the controller and like i told you i said i was doing more guide work than anything uh, that was one that i saw it was the top of my achievement tracker i was like all right guys act three we got to get the bacon gotta get the bacon and my daughter got it that's awesome Got the bacon. Got the bacon. And Peter would not the, be happy. And the number third or number three spot is GDI Master Ace with sixty-five gamer score, and it was Huntress and Mutant Year Zero: Road to Eden. Gotcha. That's on Game Pass. It is. So it looks pretty neat. If you're yeah, into like X, XCOM style games, yeah. It's pretty cool. Finally, gotcha. Myself. Well, that's it for the Loot Bros leaderboards, whether it be Xbox, you know, for the achievements, or it be PlayStation with the trophies, or it be with Nintendo with 08. There, oh, there's nothing. Oh, wait. <laughs> that's, every week I should have a Nintendo leaderboard, <laughs> and it's just blank. <laughs> Nobody wins. <laughs> and the top three spots go to vacant. Vacant and vacant. All right. <laughs> so, uh, well, that brings us to a brand new segment we want to uh, introduce you uh, looters to, and that will be the weekly loot drop. Now, uh, Roach and myself, we are avid video game um, collectors, whether it be statues, steel books, physical mm-hmm. editions massive amount of digital editions that we'll eventually lose because you can't trust the cloud. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so, <clears throat> um, we haven't podcasted since before you know, Black Friday. So massive loot, massive loot drop right there incoming. So Zach, I'm gonna let you take the floor. What you got? I do want to say one thing before. I mean, we always, you know, in the Facebook group, we always do post yeah. pictures. So if you want to go check it out, there you go. There's that. Shameless but, plug to see our stuff. Yep. <laughs> but without that, blah, blah, can't talk. With that out the way, I got probably the best thing in the world, which is the God of War Stonemason Edition, I guess. What is this? Well, the collector's there's edition. The, there's the collector's edition, and then there's the stonemason edition. They're basically the same thing. The stonemason edition comes with a couple extra minifigures, like uh, Mimir yeah, I, and yeah. a couple extra. Okay, I'm not sure I got, which ones. I guess I got that one then, because I have the Brock and Mimir little statue things. Did you get so, two or four? I had two. Was it four? Okay, yeah, that's, that's the collector's. The... the Stonemason has four or and a oh, ring. Okay, okay, I believe okay, well, I could be wrong. Um, Rachel, uh, one of the store manager at GameStop down by your your way, uh, your sister's old buddy. Yeah, I, I know. Her. I mean, I still yeah, she talk to her. she yeah. Whenever um, I picked up mine, she got the Stonemason, and we were talking about the differences. And basically, the only reason I didn't get the Stonemason was it was like twenty or forty dollars more, but it was just those little minifigures. And basically, I did the same thing you did. I just opened it up, took the big statue out and steel book, and then left everything yeah. inside the box yeah. and put that on my shelf. So. I actually, I have it set up like the statue in this little in its own little area, and I put the map behind it. It looks really cool. Oh, dude! Yeah, it sure didn't awesome. happen. But other than that, I actually got some of the new Fortnite McFarland figures. They're pretty cool. And I have them Sweet. scattered around. They look amazing. And then I got a little loot llama. Like 10 bucks at GameStop. Or I think you can get them at Walmart too. Pretty much anywhere. But it was pretty cool. And uh, I think that I think so, about does it. For the major loot. So what you're saying is. For this week's segment of the loot what do we call yeah. it the loot drop yeah the loot drop for some reason I want to call it a loot box you got a yeah. loot llama for the loot drop yep. oh. I sure did well um I didn't I haven't been buying a ton of stuff for myself haven't been picking up a ton of games um I picked up the ultimate edition of Diablo 3 so it's um, Diablo 3 Ultimate Collection or Ultimate Edition. It comes with all the DLC. I think it comes... Didn't we talk about this before on the show? I'm pretty sure we did. If, okay, well, I got... that's the la- I feel like that's the last physical game that's I've awesome. bought. I hear Diablo 3 is a really, really good game. Uh, yep, and I, ha- I don't think I've bought any um, collector's editions or anything since we've talked last either. Oh, not true, not true. I did order, shout out to Jared, friend of the show, um, Semispheres, a uh, physical edition from uh, Play Asia. Oh, that's cool. 
either Play Asia or East Asia Soft. I don't remember the difference. I think it's from PlayAsia.com. I imported it. It is a physical edition with a cool collector's box and a um, and then the collector's soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Uh, the soundtrack for the thing. Um, for the Vita, I believe I got the blue box. There's like a blue and an orange box, and I feel like they were limited quantity, but they were also on sale. And he tagged me in the link, uh, so I appreciate that, Jared. So I hadn't um haven't added a ton to my Vita collection uh as of recently, so I kind of feel bad for it. But um, he sent me that link, and I was like, I ordered it. So very cool. That should be here any day. They already oh, uh, messaged cool. me that it shipped. So I'll put that in the Facebook group whenever it gets you better. You. Um. So with that being said, we're going to move to another new segment that we're going to have each and every week that we do the podcast. So if it's a bi-weekly podcast, you're going to have to wait, unfortunately. But if it's a weekly podcast, if we actually can get everything scheduled, um, we're going to do and the new segment. is called the Boost Bros. So on the Boost Bros, each week... You can write into the show, whether it be uh, the Loop Bros Podcast at gmail.com or you go to the Facebook group and you just create a post in there and tag us uh, with the headline Boost Bros. But each and every week we're going to call out a, a boosting session or a boosting, we're going to shoot a flare in the air and hope that someone will come to our aid because we're always trying to get those sweet trophies and those sweet achievements. But sometimes you gotta phone a friend. You gotta have someone to go with you on these adventures. So for the first section segment, for the first boost bros, I am shooting a flare and I'm asking for help for the Far Cry four multiplayer trophies. So there are just a handful of co op and multiplayer trophies for Far Cry four that really shouldn't take that long. But if you have a copy of the game and you want the trophies or you want to hell with the trophies, shout out to you, <laughs> Jeffrey Kelly. I know you got that platinum. I know you can hook a brother up. Shout out to you, T-Bird. I know you got that game. I know you can hook a brother up. Uh, Roach over here, he's got it on Xbox One. You get, do you have no, those multiplayer not. trophies yet, Roach? All right, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to put something in the Facebook group concerning this, you know, calling out the Boost Pro segment. Um, but if you're listening to the show and you want to help, my PSN ID is Resident Daryl. No spaces. Daryl is D A R R E L L. I know R Y L joke. So if you want to be a part of the Boost Bros, holler at a player and we will get those trophies. You got anything you want to add before we move on to the next one? I think that that about does it. <laughs> Well, that brings us to the final segment of the show, and that is this week's official topic, or twat for short. Twat. Zach, last night, we were supposed to record immediately after, but the show ran yeah. long, and my wife uh, got, the, got the night off. So, uh, just a little spoiler alert, anytime my wife gets um, the night off, no fun on a scheduled night of work, I don't... Re- uh, well, it's not that. Yeah. I just I just don't record. Um, I I work days during the week. She works nights on the weekend. So if she's supposed to work, but yet work calls and says, "Hey, we don't need you," and she gets to stay home, you know, then we we hang out. Um, 
So with that being said, last night we didn't get to record immediately after the show and do the super hyped uh, ultimate mega turbo edition of the show where oh we were like, God. oh my freaking God, everything was so good. So we're going to do our best to reenact that as we cover this week's official topic, which is Game Award Reactions. So what is your first impressions of the show, Zach? It was everything a gamer could have ever wanted. It was a really good show. And I gotta say, the live performances weren't bad. Like, dude, that freaking devil trigger? Yeah, that was awesome, dude. Even though that chick got busted lip singing hard. <laughs> yeah, that, that dude, one thing I will say about that, the dude didn't sound like he was singing, he just sounded like he was kind of talking aggressively. Well, yeah, and he, and he didn't get raspy like he did in the, and I've got that song, right? Yeah. Um, on my phone, I downloaded that junk. Yeah. Sook. It's fire. And I know. <laughs> Straight fire. <clears throat> so my kids and I listen to that song all the time. We'll be rocking in the van. My son will go, Daddy, can we hear Devil Trigger? <laughs> I'm like, well, why sure, son. Absolutely. So, um, that song is fantastic. And then there's a, a YouTube uh, artist named Little V who does metal covers of pop songs and things like that. And actually all kinds of songs, not just yeah. pop. But he does a cover of it, and it's good. I think the original's better, which is rare, because usually he makes songs sound better, because he makes mm-hmm. metal versions of them. And, uh, spoiler alert, metal's better than everything else. Death um, to all but metal. All but metal. I just blew the freaking... I just spiked the audio. <laughs> um, but man, I tell you, that, that, that was a good live performance. One of many great live performances of last night. Oh my um, gosh, dude! And yes. that freaking that song, "Devil May Cry," is gonna be so freaking good. It looks amazing. <coughs> so, I have I have to agree with you, man. I thought the show was fantastic. I thought it was everything a gamer could want. I thought there was announcements for everybody. Um, there were some surprises. Um, oh, we'll go down yeah. the list here in a minute. I, t- I just took a, some notes of things that I thought appealed to me and or would appeal to you and our listeners. Like, I didn't write down every single thing. Um, you know, I don't want to be, you know, I'm sure er- like every video game podcast for the next couple ni- days is going to cover that list in in, in detail. Um, uh, but so I want to just say, overall, it was it was freaking awesome. The introduction... Yeah, on dude. stage, dude, Sean Layden, Phil Spencer, and My Body is Ready, Reggie, uh, from Nintendo. Seeing all three heads of the, th- the companies together at the same time, dude, that gave me for le- legit chills. I was I know, so dude. excited. I was so happy. Oh, it was amazing. I'm too, I, I'm like, I'm like freaking like, oh, I've waited my whole life for this. <laughs> Dude, I took my sh- I took my shirt off and was like, "I'm ready." Uh, dude, I was waiting on Reggie to say his body was ready. Like, I just I was like, <laughs> "My body's ready." Oh, it was so, so good. Like it was, it was awesome, man. Seeing those guys on stage really set the tone for the rest of the night. It was, it was, it, it was awesome, dude. And oh like, my gosh, yes. Yeah, when it comes to like the announcements and like the things that were uh, are coming up game wise, man, Nintendo they really announced a lot of stuff. Yes, they did. Like those world premieres and some of the exclusives that they have. Um, man, that was that was. If you're a Nintendo fan, 
it was your night. It was a good night for you. Yeah, it um, was. Dude. Overall, there wasn't a lot of PlayStation news. You know, PlayStation bagged some big awards as far as, like, God of War goes. Yeah. Um. You know, but but as far as, like, you know, like, first part, or, you know, like I said, news stuff, like, never, we didn't know it was coming. Dude, mm-hmm. man, it was Nintendo. They, they, they had some stuff. I will say, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate gets better and better every time I see it. You know the game, like the 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 clips that they were showing of the game, like the previews, it looks like Dookie. I don't think like what they showed last night at the show like looked good. Um, but I think the game's probably gonna be great. I mean, I, I don't know that there's a bad Smash out there. I didn't care for the last one all that much, but I didn't own a Wii U, so we played it on 3ds and. Uh-huh. It oh, was kind of problem. Yeah, it was kind of butt on 3ds, and I understand that, so I don't fault. I don't fault Smash. I don't say Smash is a bad game because I played the worst version of it. Um, I never owned a Wii U. Um, Cray owned one for a while. I played it and I thought it sucked, so I just never. <laughs> yeah, I'm, and, and it's no, it's no, um, it's yeah. no secret. I'm not a Nintendo fan. Yeah. Uh, I, I my I, my love for Nintendo died with the GameCube. Um, that was a great still, console. I still think the GameCube's one of the best things ever made, but you know, uh, it didn't sell console. that well, and, and it is what it is. But um, so I never went and did the Wii U, and I still haven't done the Switch. And my kids have been begging me for a Switch, but I'm just not convinced they'll use it. You know, if yeah. But I'm the Nintendo, Nintendo has, is constantly adding to their lineup. So I said probably a year ago, maybe a year and a half ago, on this show. That they didn't make games that appealed to me. That they left me behind. Man, it's probably two years ago now. That they Until left me behind last night as a gamer. And those fools showed Marvel Ultimate Alliance three exclusively for the Switch. I'm and heartbroken. I squealed like a little girl. <laughs> I was like, no, but yes. Like I'm so glad it exists, but I don't have a Switch. And I was like. I've had the internal dialogue, even though I, I did. I was asked on Facebook, you know, in our Facebook group, what, what I thought about that, and I said it, it's not enough to make me buy a Switch. <clears throat> and as it stands right now, it's not enough to make me buy a Switch because I still don't want one. But I kind of want one because now they got Resident Evil Revelations one and two on the Switch. They got Bayonetta one, two, and soon to be three on the Switch, and I love Bayonetta. And then now they're gonna have Ultimate Alliance three. Like I'm kind of at that point where I don't. Oh, and uh, was it the new Suda fifty one game? Yeah. Um, was it Travis? Was it Travis Never Dies or Travis something? Travis Strikes Back or something like that. Like I'm kind of at that point now where I might break and get one, or if I come on, find one on a deal, I might quote unquote buy it for my kids, but secretly yeah, but buy games. Free. Secretly buy games for myself and not not admit to anybody that I, I have a Nintendo. I'm gonna be honest with you, Daryl. I really want one. I'm gonna Man. get one soon. I'm really hoping that that um, that Ultimate Alliance thing is like a timed exclusive, so that in a year or so it can come to PlayStation. I mean, I wouldn't see why it wouldn't, because the Ultimate Alliances were on the other consoles. Yeah, but man, that's a good get, man. That's a that's like. That's a good get. That's that. Oof, you man, know, the sad thing is, that. Sony and Nintendo are getting Marvel games. 
but Microsoft doesn't have one. That yeah, that's 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 odd, man. Like I just Marvel, assumed. Yeah, you Marvel know? does not like Xbox. <laughs> Either that or it's coming. Because if you think about it, so so now Sony owns the license to Spider Man. Yeah. So that's bigger than just the gaming consoles. They own Spider Man in general. But so they got Spider Man. Now Nintendo has Ultimate Alliance. So we know that the third parties are all they're all gonna get or excuse me, everyone's gonna get um the new Avengers game by Crystal Dynamics. But I'm curious, man, I bet you Xbox, I bet Phil Spencer's been having a conversation about getting a Marvel proper game. I want who if they did, let's say Phil Spencer sitting down and he's talking to Mr. Marvel and he's writing a check for a Marvel license. Who would you want it to be? What 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 franchise, what IP for Marvel would you want Xbox to have exclusively? You know, I would honestly I'd be kind of happy with uh uh Guardians of the Galaxy. I think that would be really interesting and very cool. So I would, I I'd would like love. Now, or, see, Ultimate Alliance or, covers all that stuff. You know, it covers like Guardians and Avengers and X Men, yeah. or the Punisher. I think the Punisher Ugh. would be a great game. Oh my gosh! Activision made that one Punisher game, or had that yeah, one Punisher game, dude. If we got a Punisher like Xbox exclusive. I'd, I'd pre-order it. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! That'd be crazy. Um, I would love to see an X Men game, like a actual good X Men game. Like they've had some in the past, and like Wolverine, like that Origins Wolverine yeah. game. All right, the story was butthole, <laughs> and like the the movie story wasn't good. So the game story was just butthole. But man, that playing that game and Wolverine getting cut, shot, and split down to the to the animantium skeleton, and then all that growing back, dude, it was that was fantastic. So, man, I tell you what, I'd love for Xbox to get them an exclusive Marvel game too. I think we need it, Phil. Man, so. If you're listening, please. <laughs> All right, so next on the list, I figured, I, I, ta- I posted the Game Informer uh, link to this, but I figured you would be very excited for Far Cry A New Dawn. Oh, my gosh. Yes, dude. Oh, it looks so good. Oh, Far Cry that mechanics was, in, like, a post-apocalyptic world. Dude, at, 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 you now, they just put that out right as... Uh, Fallout 76 is crapping the bed. Like, straight up. Ta- it's like the drizzling runs. <laughs> and the and the best thing is, it's like in a couple months. It's not like dude, next year. it's February 15th. Like it's, it's in a couple months. Dude, yes. Like and Fallout, they just released Far Cry 5. Like, wh- <laughs> that's amazing. That's the same turnaround time as Primal, though. Because they did Far Cry 4 and then did Primal like a year and a half later or something like that. That's like... I. Oh, I'm ready. I'm just, I'm so ready. What's awesome is it looks like it takes place right after five. Yeah, because the the father, he they show him at the end of the game. Yeah, trailer. Yes, yes. And like, dude, that's gonna be awesome. 
I haven't played five yet. I've been waiting till I finished four. And that's why it was kind of moved to the top of my backlog list. Because everyone who played five said it was really good. And, mm-hmm. you know, I really, I, I didn't, I didn't really bite into the Far Cry, Far Cry franchise after two for a while. Like I enjoyed Far Cry one and two, and then I played uh, Far Cry Classic. Was that was the the re-release of one? Yeah. And um, I enjoyed those games, uh, but I I didn't really get into three, and it was because the vehicles kind of sucked. Like I didn't, I still don't like yeah. driving vehicles in Far Cry, but you know you get used to it after a while. But I just remember putting Far Cry 3 in and playing for a little bit and then like getting like a vehicle. I was like, eh, that's not really what I want. I'm not really enjoying the vehicles. So I'm going to bounce. And then going back years later after the Primal, because Primal was the one that got me in. Primal was the one that made me go, this is, God, Primal's so good. <laughs> <laughs> so, it was pretty fun. So I'm going uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to platinum four and I'm going to burn through five. And then who knows? I, I might not be done by the time New Dawn comes out because Resident Evil 2 remake comes out oh. in January. And that's going to, I mean, my backlog, my front log, me. my side log, everything, that's all going on on hold till Resident Evil 2 is out of my system. That's going to be that's gonna be really good. But you know what yep. the funny thing is with Far Cry 3? I Whenever that game first released, I was like the only one of the people I knew who actually played that game and loved it the minute I touched it. Like, my friends, actually a lot of my friends still hate it today. He won't even give it a chance, or they won't give it a chance. And it's a great game, man. Like, the driving, like you said, does suck. I'll admit that, but I really like that game. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. So, um, I did. Like I said going back to it. I just sometimes you got to be in the mood for games. Sometimes things don't click with you. All right, moving down the list. Uh, the next thing I wrote was um, <clears throat> this one. I didn't really care so much for the game, yeah. but you know, just this week, uh, the Epic Game Store got announced. You know, that, yeah. like that that's going to be the new Steam competition. And I was like, oh, that's awesome. You know, and they're talking about how they're going to take less rates from developers. So that means more developers are going to be inclined to put their game on their store. You might get some better yeah. sales, which means you're going to get better competition. Uh-huh. Way, so you're going way to have, better. You're going to have Epic and Steam duking it out. But PlayStation does flash sales and really good game discounts, just like Steam does. So my takeaway was the Epic Store might actually make the PlayStation sales better uh-huh. down the line, you know? But see... The, the crazy thing about the Epic Store is like the um if you if you make your game on the Unreal Engine, yes. they swallow the five percent like royalty fee, which as is amazing. Twelve like percent the they already take, which is awesome. Well, it's like that's no reason. That's literally saying like use our engine and use our store for There's free. Really no reason not use to. use arguably the best engine out there for free. <clears throat> yeah, and. And you know what they said? It's because of Fortnite, <laughs> how popular yeah. it got, all the money they made from it. That's just crazy, dude. I, that's good. That, that's so so developer friendly. You know, that's just going to make it easier for guys to get in there and make games. And what's crazy is my kids and I. I've, I've talked about making a game. Now I don't know the first thing about it, 
But I told them, I mean, I do seeing, I do programming, you know what I'm saying, and design yeah. work for a living. Mm-hmm. So I know coding and programming CNC are totally different. But I can't imagine that I wouldn't be capable. I wouldn't be able to figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. So I told my kids, I said, you got ideas for games. I want you to, to get, a, get a notebook and start writing these ideas down and start drawing your characters and just get, you know, once you come up with, you know, some stories and some things, you know, to show me, prove to me that this is like something you really want to do because they're kids, you know, they get excited about stuff. And um, my daughter has been just steady, just writing things down and drawing pictures and, you know, and, and so mm-hmm. I've often thought about trying to my, you know, trying to learn Unreal. <clears throat> because I've just I keep hearing on different podcasts, you know, stuff that that Unreal is, it's it's Unreal, man. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, but like you can, you, you know, you can learn to do yeah. things. And Cl- Cliff Bazinski, the guy who uh, created Gears of War, you know, I, I remember listening to an interview with him one time, and he says, "You want to learn how to make games?" He goes, "Download Unreal and make a box." He's like, and then once you learn how to make a box, you know, make a bigger box. He's like, and then make a bigger box. He's like, and then you you'll work your way into creating a level, like a like a map. He's like, learn how to make your box move. You know, it just was like basically learn the same thing I said to you about learning how to do how to do editing and stuff. Yeah, <clears throat> the tools are out there now. There's no excuse why we can't do things. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I told my and, kids, I said, if you show me you're serious, I'll learn how to program and we'll make us a little iOS game or something. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm actually well, my dream job is to make video games, but I've always every time I've, I thought I had like a decent idea for a game, you know, I jot it down or something. I got it somewhere, but I know I have like a whole list of notes on my phone <laughs> of stuff Dude. that I thought would be cool. I did the same thing for music, man. Every time I have an idea, um, for years, <clears throat> what we would do, me and uh, you know Trey. Um, our old drummer and then who became our vocalist uh, we would sit there and we would have an idea for like a riff or like a beat or something in our head so we get the um, the recorder out from our phone and we just make the noises with our mouths mm-hmm. so, so you, you don't forget the rhythm and you don't yeah. forget the cadence you know it's yeah. in your head because the thing about being creative is you can't control when you're creative yep it just happens you know it's like I, I and, and the biggest thing about and I, I've learned this doing music is the times that you're most creative are the and the times that the ideas are flowing are the most inconvenient to your schedule like i think it's Corey taylor the vocalist from slipknot says that he keeps a notebook on his little end table beside his bed because he said he'll wake up in the middle of the night and he'll have lyrics and he'll have a song and he's like if i don't have something to write it down i'll forget it or i'll forget you know what i'm saying the way that it was supposed to be yeah so um so think about yeah that's why i told my kids you know you start writing these ideas down you know in a a year two years and the thing i've started them with and they don't necessarily realize that i've been doing this is um like we start off with minecraft and on creative and i was like start designing levels in there you know they're sitting there creating all this crazy awesome stuff in minecraft i'm like why don't you create our house you yeah, know? dude. Why don't Why don't you see if you can sit there and design our house by memory? You know, and they've done some crazy stuff, building pizzerias and towns, and uh, um, you know, my like uh, what you call it, uh, theme parks, and yeah, dude. You know, you know what they say, Daryl? 
great minds think alike. Because I do the same thing. I have like I have tons of Minecraft worlds where I'm just like, you know, this would be a great idea for like whatever it might be, like a post-apocalyptic world or you know something silly like a shopping game or whatever. Yeah. You know, so, and and that's all it is, man. That's that like that, that those tools, those create those creation tools, are just tools to exercise those muscles, man. And it's one of those things where if you start getting good at it, you know, it's not going to be hard to, you know, once you learn the tech and once you learn to do it, it's not going to be hard to, to to flex those muscles and get better with, with better equipment. That's why I'm excited about uh, PlayStation's game Dreams, because supposedly. Dreams is a game engine built into the PlayStation, and huh. so that's that's where I'm gonna kind of. I, I really want to dig into it. We'll see if I do or not. Um, but that's where I'm gonna kind of test my kids and take some of their ideas and kind of do that first because that's a game, something tangible they can see right there. I don't have to buy some crazy PC just to start learning. You know, start fooling with it with the uh, with with Dreams. If it's as, as intuitive as they say. You know, we might be able to make bring some of their ideas to life in dreams. Yep. You never, uh, another thing, though, I would like to bring up. If you're talking about your kids, Fortnite just released Fortnite Creative. Yep. And I don't know if you paid attention, but the dude said, you know, the best creations we'll put in the map. Put on the block. You know? Yep. And that's cool. That's real cool. I thought that was awesome, man, because that's going to highlight some of these people who spend so much time, you know, perfecting and creating their maps and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's one of the things I used to do back in Forge with Halo Three. Yeah, the good old Dude, days. I used, to, I used to sit there and create stuff so much, you know. And I, I, over the years, I've lost interest. But now that the kids are interested, I've kind of like found myself like wanting to get back you know, into get back it. into. Yeah. You get lost in that stuff, man. You spend hours and hours and hours perfecting that stuff. Like mine and my son's Minecraft world, we built it on PS3. And then we ported it to the Vita. And I would sit at night, and my wife would go to sleep. And I would just sit there and just and build and build and build. And I would get our stuff. like, And I, I did it all in survival because I ain't no creative chump. But I'd sit there and build and build and build. I'm like, all right. You know, we got this giant mansion that I built into a mountain, so it's almost like uh, Lord of the Rings, um, uh, Return of the King, where they that have that, cool. um, where they have that uh, giant castle built into the mountain or whatever, so that nothing could sneak up behind them, you know. And underneath yeah. it is like just this, all this miles and miles and miles of mining uh, tunnels and caverns and. Yeah, I just built all this crazy stuff, you know, like it's games like that that make creating those things fun. And mm-hmm. so I ported that world to the PS4 and it just got even bigger and bigger and bigger. And it's just there's just endless possibilities. Yeah, I can't tell you how many hours I've spent in Minecraft. Way more than <laughs> GTA, I guarantee that. <laughs> well, I can tell you another game that we have spent more hours in Minecraft than we will spend hours playing. And that is Crash Team Racing, which is coming out June 21st, announced at the Game Awards. That's exciting. Dude. I I, I screamed when I saw that. Didn't you buy that for the Vita? No. I bought the regular Crash. Gotcha. That's for the PSP. But it's playable on the Vita. Yes. (laughs) But, dude, 
we haven't had a crash team racing in so long. I think it was Dude. the PS PS one. I think it was the last or PS two. Excuse me, was the last one. So that's that's a good one, man. I tell you what, that's uh that was one that people have been asking for a lot, and I can't believe they actually did it. I that know. blows my mind. They actually did it. It's so awesome. I'm buying so, it. So the next one, I I know you also will be buying, and that is Obsidian's The Outer World. Oh my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> another another apocalypse game. Like it's Fallout in space, dude. Straight up Fallout, dude. Like I looked, at, that was clean, pretty Fallout. Is what that was. That it looked so. It looks so good, dude. I'm I'm, I'm so ready. And I was I, really I was hoping it would be exclusive to Xbox, but they obviously this is something Obsidian was working on when Microsoft purchased yeah. them. So they um because it had the PS4 logo at the end of it. Yeah. So, but man, I looked at that and I was like, dude, that is that game looks sweet. I'm that game looks really good. Picking that up definitely. So whatever it comes dude, out, the, they, they it was your night. It was totally your night, dude. They had all kinds of your favorite. All your favorites were out last night. I know. It was so you good. Got, you got new Fortnite stuff. You got new Fallout stuff because the team that made your favorite Fallout in Obsidian. Mm-hmm. You got a new Far Cry. Yep. Crash. Yeah, new Crash. We'll Crash Team <clears throat> um, uh, I did. I put a little note on here for the song for the game, The Last Campfire, which I believe was Hello Games' new, new little indie game. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a really pretty song. That was a pretty song. The game looks weird though. It, the, it looks weird. I don't think it's my cup of tea. But man, that was a really pretty song. I like. I was listening to. It, I was like, dude, I could. I just want to buy that song. Let me let me go to iTunes right now and buy that song. I'm sure it's on Spotify. But geez, I was like, that was good. Um, the next, the, the next thing was the teaser for the uh, the new Dragon Age game. They called it hashtag the the Dread Wild Rises. Is that right or Dredge? Maybe I'm not I a big know. Dragon Age fan. Me either. I actually don't like Dragon Age at all. So, but it looked neat, you know. And then um, they showed that Stranger Things game, which I thought was cool because Netflix has been trying to incorporate video games on their actual streaming service. And they just got Telltale's Minecraft Story Mode on there. And my youngest has been playing it. (coughs) Excuse me. I'm like dying over here. But um, yeah, Telltale's uh, Minecraft Story Mode Season 1 and 2, I believe, both of them are on there. And it's playable on Netflix. So... um, so that was pretty cool. I, I, I saw that on there. I'm like, that's pretty neat. I doubt I'll play it, but it's cool. <laughs> if it comes to PlayStation and has trophies and they're, you know, like junky, easy trophies, I might play it. Um, But I thought it was neat. And I was like, I like Stranger Things. Uh, and then they showed Mortal Kombat 11, and that was freaking oh, awesome. Dude. Yeah, dude. I'm so ready for it. That like, freaking. Dude. dude. That was a good game. But that, this one. They. That was such a violent tra- uh, trailer. <laughs> no, dude, that <laughs> it was crazy. <laughs> I was like, it "What exploded. the freak?" And then he like <laughs> cut him in half, and they cut his head off. Well, then they both grew faces back after they got their faces like just devoured. I know. I was like, it, "Oh, it, oh. <laughs> it was so good." 
I was like, and I love how they did it because like they had Ed Boon come out, and there's like, you know, oh, I think they showed the wrong trailer. He's like, <laughs> I uh, I'm here to nominate or to talk about the best sports and racing game. I'm like, and then they went, they pulled up the 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 top, you know, like the the nominees. I'm like. Oh dang! They're not doing anything. They just got Ed Boon out there for the sake of having Ed Boon, and then it clicks over to the Mortal Kombat trailer, and I was like, "Ah, oh, he got me!" Yeah, it was dude. so good. That was so awesome. That, that was, was freaking sick. So that was but, really good. All right. Speaking of the best racing games, or sports game, it was obvious Forza was going to win. I mean, well, uh, yeah, I'm glad they did because Microsoft wasn't getting any love on on yeah, the game awards. But I mean. It, I mean, it was obvious Forza was going to win that. I just want to say that. Yeah, but it's cool. I mean, they got him. Xbox took took home something, you know. Yeah, and that's a trophy. Yeah, but that's been a big deal. You know, Forza's been a big series for them, and that studio, those guys are going to do the next Fable game. So you never know; they might be back up there sooner rather than later, which is awesome. Uh, Speaking of Fable, I. Gosh, I want to play Fable again. Oh, I dude, love Fable. I miss I miss those games. Everybody always keeps talking junk about them, but like, I liked them. Well, Fable Three wasn't the best. I don't uh, that I remembered, but Fable One was just a masterpiece in my opinion. I freaking love that game. I play that game so much. Oh my gosh. <laughs> well, aside from those other great musical performances, you know when they played the songs from Red Dead. Yeah, um, that, the last oof, thing I got chills from that one. The last thing I wrote down on here was the fact that God of War won Game of the Year, and I'll be honest with you, I didn't think it was going to happen, even though that was neither, my pick. Neither did I. The first three categories, Red Dead picked up, just boom, 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 boom. Like mm-hmm. I was, I was like, oh my gosh, Red Dead's got a clean sweep. And then before God of War won the first thing, Red Dead had like three or four. You know, different awards. Now I know that Red Dead didn't take it on. You know, that was like the guy who did the voice acting for Arthur Morgan, the music, the sound design, all that stuff. They I were getting surprised awards. about that. I thought Christopher Judge was going to win, to be honest with you. Don't get me wrong. Roger Clark did an amazing job as Arthur Morgan, but I really thought Christopher Judge was going to win that. Well, originally when we were going to record our pre-game of the awards show, our game game award show yeah um <clears throat> i wanted us all to talk about the because we all kind of picked a different game that was on that list to play you know yeah like you, you've played and beaten god of war and um red dead. dead tanner has played and beaten uh assassin's creed and god of war um i played and beat god of war and spider-man so we covered all of the major games. I know I think Celeste was on the list, but yeah. that didn't look like it appealed to any of us as far as our taste goes. Um, so <clears throat> God of War being the only consistent game that we all played, it was kind of a no-brainer that if we had to, by the law of averages, you know what I'm saying, choose <laughs> what game the Loot Bros would say is, God, is game of the year, it'd be God of War. Even if that wasn't our individual one. You know, That's just the only one that we all sunk our yeah. teeth into and play to the end. And so I haven't played Red Dead 2 yet, but I've listened to a half a dozen spoiler casts on it. Like, you know, I was like, I'm, there's no way this story's not going to get spoiled for me. As I just dove in head first and just consumed everything. 
And it sounds amazing. It sounds really good. And I will eventually get to it. So I'm sitting there watching the show. I'm like, well, dang, God of War's not going to get any love. But it's a good game, so, you know, whatever. And then then when they did best game direction, you know, they said God of War. And that makes sense because, you know, one of the big things they've touted behind that game is that Corey Barlog has pushed for that game to have, like, the no-cut camera. Yeah. You know, and that is so cool when people do Which stuff like that. Awesome. Daredevil is so good about that, having these no-cut fight scenes. Mm-hmm. They're, like, ridiculously long. <laughs> and it's like, anytime you see that in a movie, it just really, really, it's. I think it's awesome. So, the fact that Daredevil, I mean, that God of War is a well-paced, fantastic game with virtually no fluff, no fat, you know what I'm saying? It's like a, just a solid experience, well done. And it's all one cut. Oh my gosh, dude, so cool. So when he got up there and he took that award, they just casually announced, God of War also gets Best Action Adventure. Yeah. I was like, I was like, oh, cool. So they got so two got, awards. So they got three, Red Dead and like, God of War Todd. Right. I was like, well, that's not bad. You know, they got two awards. When 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 Red Dead inevitably wins Game of the Year, you know, no big deal. Yeah. And that was my mindset. So when they announced that God of War was Game of the Year, I was genuinely surprised. And I was, I'm very excited. I'm very happy for all, every, it was such a good game. Yeah. Or excuse me, good year for games. And I read this online earlier. Somebody in our, um, in our GG uh, community said, he says that the, um, the fact that Spider-Man didn't win any awards at the Game Awards this year is not a testament of how bad of a game it is. It's a testament to how good of a ga- how good games were this year. That <laughs> Spider-Man, <laughs> that Spider-Man being one of the be- it's my personal game of the year. Um, at least, well, it's the most fun game I played this year. I don't think it's a better game than God of War. I think God of War would be my vote for Game of the Year. But as far as the game I had the most fun playing this year, yeah. Spider-Man is hands down the most fun. Um, but with that being said, it's just crazy to think that we have we we had such a good year of games to where a game of that caliber didn't win any awards because there were so many games of that caliber. I know it was it was a great year. Whenever, so. whenever Christopher Judge said, "Read it, boy," uh, I was, <laughs> I was uh, it made me, it made me get chills. It was awesome, but like, so I do, I do want to point out, <laughs> like the furry, the guy who got on stage and said, "That yeah, dude was well, weird." <laughs> regardless of where you stand with <laughs> all of the choices that he announced that he lives by. Yeah, <laughs> when he was like, I thought it was very funny when he goes, uh, "I'm super gay, I'm black, <laughs> I am a furry, so I'm basically everything a Republican hates, <laughs> and now I am the greatest esports player of the year." That <laughs> that made me laugh. <laughs> I was like, "Well, there you go," you know, <laughs> like it, it made me laugh a lot. So. Well, I mean, but congratulations he, that, to him. Yeah, he was genuinely excited, dude. He couldn't catch his yeah, breath. Dude. Like that dude was super stoked. He couldn't talk. Like the same dude from the who accepted the God of War. Yeah, you know they were 
Yeah, man, they were just like, holy crap. I can't yeah. believe this. Corey's like, son of a bee, I'm going to cry. Son of a bee. I know. I know. He was like, I bet, I know why he was like that. Because, you know, Red Dead had just won three awards in a row. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, I'm sure he was. I'm sure in his mind he was like, "Yep, that that." I mean, but it's a good game, you know. Like from yeah. from what I, from from what everyone is saying, it's it's a good game, you know. Yeah. Whenever, um, whenever you come over for Christmas and stuff, you know, I have to let you get your hands on it. It's heck fun. yeah! But um, one thing I do want to say, go ahead, is um, I think the game of the year was well placed. I think that was the right choice. Because God of War is going to be, you know, probably a once-in-a-lifetime game, I feel like. Or at least once in a generation. People can say the same thing about Red Dead. But, I mean, Rockstar does release typically games often. And this guy, I feel like, made a game that probably won't be able to be recreated. And it was a a fantastic game. And I think it was well-deserved. Even though Red Dead is really up there with it, but I think the choice was right. Yeah, I th- I agree, and I think that Rockstar, you know, I think their next game is going to be Bully. Yeah, I think I think they're going to do another Bully. They've already said that it would be really hard with this weird political social climate we have um, to do a Grand Theft Auto Six, and I think that's why um, Red Dead works so well this this year. Is that just the the way people are right now, yeah, and I, I feel like the fact they've they've kind of like quit. They don't have the they don't necessarily release games like they used to, where they had like two teams, you mm-hmm. know, knocking out. You know, they've all, they've kind they're kind of all hands on deck now. I think they'll take their time. They'll put a bully two out, and I think that it'll be. I know people are asking for it. People are, are excited about it. Yeah, so I think that's going to be their next big hit. You know, if I if I had to guess, so. But you never know, because um, cause God of War, uh, Corey Barlock said they've already got enough uh, sketched out for three more games. So it could be God of War 2 versus Bully 2 next. I would definitely look forward to that. <laughs> so Definitely. It's, it's a shame we got all these great games to look forward to. But then you get, you know, go back to what I said. Now I think about it with the ending of God of War. No spoilers here. Um, check out our other podcast. Shameless plug. Um, yeah, PG spoiler. <laughs> um, you know how the game ended. It set up for a really, really in- interesting next game. Yep. So, well, that's all I got for this show. Uh, Zach, you got anything you want to add before we land this plane? I think we uh laid it all on the floor. There you go. Well, this has been the Loot Bros Podcast, episode 44. Thank you for listening. Uh, If you don't mind, like, share, subscribe, tell a friend, tell your neighbor, uh, walk down to the end of your cul-de-sac, knock on some random stranger's house, say, hey, have you heard of the Loot Bros Podcast? (laughs) It is hot garbage, but you should share it because that's what nice, kind people do. Um, That being said, we are out until hopefully just next week, but you never know. Schedule's been kind of crazy. So holla, 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 holla. Living in the war zone, in the street with the truth, tell them that it's old. Get right or get left, what will it be? Thomas running out the blood is
flowing down the streets People need to know we're living in a war zone Hit the streets with the truth, tell them that it's old Please hang up and try again.